Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Purple Daily is Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. I will ride with this group. Seriously, man. Please. And away we go. Wow, new intro. Football. Whoa. New intro alert. That's impressive. Judd spent all night yep. editing mm-hmm. the sound, the video, yeah, to produce. I- I've been thinking for months now, God, I, we need a new intro. So I took it upon myself to do it. When's the last time you bought new socks? I feel like you would you would have kept the same socks and and intro oh, no. shoes for 12 years. Shoes, I'll, shoes I will keep as long as possible. Socks. Really? I, I make a target run like once. If I get low on socks or... Or like you know, you, you get you low start on to like, socks. Like yeah. you lose them, or well, I'll, I'll throw them away. The sock, the, the sock monsters come into your dresser. Yeah, and just the sock monster. Them. Yeah. Or I'm down to like one sock here, one sock there, and I can't. <laughs> I'm big on matching socks. I can't wear un, un, unmatched white socks, which is you know who, who cares. I'll go to Target and just buy a new thing of socks. I love new socks because then you can take them from the package for like a week and a half after that. And it's so convenient. There's always the uh, people like if you won the lottery, what would you do? I think uh, my brother said he would wear a new pair of socks every single day. New pair, fresh pair out of the seal every day would never wear the same socks again. You know, I think you'd be surprised, Hmm. though, with shoes and socks. Right. I'm not saying that uh, that like. It's economical to literally do what Declan just said. Yeah. But some of the things we think are really expensive, like the shoe thing. I used to do what Judd did, which is, or what Judd does, which is like get a, get a new pair of shoes and then wear it for five years almost every day. Mm-mm. Like, what are you paying? You're paying like 150 bucks for shoes or whatever. Maybe you splurge and pay 200 bucks for shoes. But and then you, you're going to wear them for five years. Like, like you just spent $120 now. on brunch on Sunday. Yeah. You know? My shoes don't last five years. First of all, the shelf life of my shoes is probably two years. But my my big thing is if I find a comfortable pair of shoes, I'm not going away from them. Oh, but you I could love- like, yeah, but you could then, you know, you could hit the reset button after one year and get the same pair of shoes just new. 
what I've tried I've tried that, but the last time that I went to um uh DSW, mm-hmm. they didn't have the shoes I wanted, and so I, uh, I had to yeah. switch. And I don't online. like these go. as much. Nordstrom Rack, also Declan here for Nordstrom Rack. They also got a really good uh, shoe shoe selection. I should too. go online. Mm-hmm. I always forget to go online. Dawn goes online. Mm-hmm. I always forget. You forget. You just find yourself wandering into brick and mortar stores. Hello. Like, Dang it. Gone. Well, I don't Could've buy. Gone. I mean, I don't. I don't go online. Like I, I look for sports stuff online, but I, I don't look for day-to-day stuff online and i should but i i just don't i don't think of it yeah so well there's your uh there's your sports dad shoe That's update all I got. for the show here like so hey shoe. before we get into you have done some digging on exactly yeah. if the vikings are to move into the top three let's say let's say and we'll get to sort of where this comes from what would it take and and how would they be able to do it if they were going to make an aggressive play from 11 into the top three maybe get their franchise quarterback you have kind of laid this out uh, today's episode presented by Quick Trip and also our friends at Ballard's Resort. Ballard's Resort, just uh, 300 plus miles. It's a half a day trip up to the doorstep of the Canadian border water because Ballard's Resort is situated on the south shore of Lake of the Woods, right where that rainy river flows into uh, this massive lake. Great fishing, by the way. Lake of the Woods is the walleye capital of the world. You can get access to U.S. Coast Guard licensed guides, and they will hook you up with all the equipment you need. Uh, Full-service bar, restaurant at Ballard's Resort. Ballard'sResort.com. These dates do book up fast, so go to Ballard'sResort.com. Just to refresh people's memories here, Brett Coleman went on the Mina Kimes podcast a couple weeks ago, and he said, I don't think people uh, realize how hard the Vikings tried to trade up for Anthony Richardson last year. The haul that they put on the table was massive. They were going to give away the entire farm and all the cows, all of it. Give away Bessie to get Anthony Anthony Richardson. Uh, They were going to give everything, but it takes two to tango. The trade partner said, "Uh, we we want lower picks. We think if you make this trade, you're going to be drafting later in the first round. So they said, no, I still think Minnesota is going to try and make a move in this year's draft. And Jaden Daniels, I feel like he's a Kevin O'Connell type of quarterback. Penix as well, but I really do think the added mobility and all the stuff you can do with Jaden Daniels in the run game is a factor. If they tried and failed to get Anthony Richardson last year, I have to imagine Jaden Daniels is on the list to do it again this year. They would have to move into the top five for sure to be safe and maybe even top three to be really safe. So is this a realistic thing this year? So, so I spent hours yesterday going through a process because there's, there's what should be the price of poker. There's the reality of the price of poker. And then there's the dominoes that have to fall your way to even get to the poker table. All right. Okay. So I'm trying to be as realistic as possible here on a reckless speculation Thursday. That means the bears picking one with a pick they acquired for 2-15 and 15, uh, Carolina from Carolina is out. I don't see this being a possibility. I, I don't even think it's worth – I looked at what it would cost. I then uh, tried to factor in the divisional tax that would come with it, along with, with the fact that the Bears are you know in fantastic shape to make a trade or keep the pick, and I don't see the Vikings being a fit. I just don't. And on that note, real quick, so the we're both looking at the same draft – value chart right i don't know about that alex draft tech <laughs> mm, yeah okay. that's what I, I i used bill bill belichick's draft tech 
It's Judd's. Yeah, it's there's this like all Jimmy draft Johnson's. Tech. Yeah, J- Jimmy Johnson's is the old one, and the theory now is that, and I guess Belichick in the past has talked about this, the draft tech uh, point system is now the more accurate one. Okay. But I, I'm just looking at, I think this is the Jimmy Johnson one. Um, but whatever. So there's a 400 point gap between the number one and number two, which is the equivalent of like a mid second round pick. So it would cost you without even factoring in the division tax. The difference in going from two up to one is a second round pick and all the other stuff that you would be trading to go from right. 11 to whatever. Right. And then the difference between number one and number three is, is 800 points, which would be like an additional first round pick. So like, like the moving up from 11 to three and 11 to one and 11 to two is those are all very different things according to this yes. draft chart. And in the draft tech world, if that is what is used now, the bears pick is worth 1000 points. It's the only pick in the draft that's worth 1000 points. The second overall pick is worth 717 points. So that, that's the system that, that I Football. used. And, and I did, I did then look at the potential and mm. I've got this of a trade with the commanders, if they decide to go veteran quarterback, i.e. a Kirk Cousins, and now they don't need a quarterback and they are in position trying to improve to actually try and accrue draft picks and move the second pick. And here's what I found, okay? If you are the Vikings, this is the draft tech offer. And bear with me because I'm going to bring you then what the reality is because the reality of going this high and the the um, what you think you can offer and what you need to really offer are two very different things I found, all right? So the offer that you could make if you just go by draft tech alone, so this is the points system. And again, this pick for the commanders, the second overall pick is worth 717 points. Mm-hmm. The, you swap first round picks. So you go up to two, the commanders get wow. your 11th overall pick in the first round. The commanders also get the Vikings 42nd pick in the second round. And then in reality, according to draft tech, you should be able to offer them a conditional first or second round pick that becomes a first based on, let's say things like playing time for the quarterback that you take with that second pick. And I've got the math here. Okay. The draft tech math. Again, this pick is worth 717 points. The Vikings pick at 11 is worth 358. Yep. The Vikings second round pick is worth 142 points. A lot of math. So this puts me, yeah, but I did it all with my calculator. So it's right. <laughs> did you use your phone calculator or do you have like an actual calculator? No, I, I use my phone now, although I would, I do love the old school where, TI. Where, you can, where you can just bang the hell out of the calculator. Texas Instruments uh, back in the day. After you yes, ripped Texas. me too yesterday for doing math and you also saying I'm not a math guy, here you are 24 hours later on Purple <laughs> no. Daily doing math. I told you. But I totally cheated. Like okay. I'm prepared. You you actually were doing math on the fly. I did yeah, not. I would idea. never do, do this. Right. Anyway, <laughs> with the first with with a swap of first round picks and the second uh, round pick going to the Commanders, that leaves me 217 points shy. All right. That that means that almost for sure, no matter what I do, if I give you the 2025 first round pick, mine, if I'm the, the Vikings, it's an overpay unless I'm drafting really late in the first round. So that's why that's why you would put a condition on that pick, ideally. So, okay, so to, to just sort of swim through the math weeds here for a second. Yes, sir. So you're yes. saying to go, and you're talking about the number two pick 
So going yes, from ele- 11 to 2 yep. would be you'd swap, you'd swap the 11 and the 2, obviously. Yep. And you'd give up your 42, so you'd give up your second-round pick yep. this year and a conditional 2025 first-round pick. Which would be a second round pick and with conditions to bump it up to the first round based on, I'd said, playing time for the rookie QB. Now, of course, they might come back, Washington, and say, oh, uh, let's just take the yeah. condition off of that and kick in a fourth just for good measure because we have four other teams okay. that are. That's where this draft tech falls apart because you yeah. just nailed it. Here, here is the So here is the precedent, though. So I've offered this, and I'm like, this is a great offer, Washington. Come on, commanders, take this. It, says they, it, it makes sense. It works out on the draft, the draft tech.com yeah. says it works. Yes. I'm being intentional, damn it. You tell me what you want. Here's the precedent. The 49ers-Dolphins trade that, that bumped the 49ers up to the third overall pick in 2021 to take Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. That trade sent the number 12 pick in 2021. So it's damn near parallel. It's a swap. In this case, it was 12 to 3. In this case, it's 11 to 2. Plus first round selections in 2022 and 23, and a third rounder in 2022. So say it again. So it's uh, so you're okay. going from 12, so that, and 12, you're swapping the 12 and the 3 plus. Yep, yep. Plus a first rounder in 2022. Okay. And 23. Okay. Yeah. And a third rounder in 22. That's bonkers. And that was for Trey Lance, by the way. I know. Right, but mm-hmm. but it also means that my math falls apart. Yep. So your so your your math is not considering the market and the demand, right? Correct. The the oh, we've got it's like on Black Friday when you remember back in the day, like when I was a kid, it was the Cabbage Patch Kid, or when like uh, you know the first PlayStation came out in the late nineties, and you would see. The doors open at Walmart or somewhere. There's okay. There's ten PlayStations or there's fifty PlayStations and there's two hundred. There's three hundred rabid frothing at the mouth parents trying to get that. That's what the that's what the NFL is. The mm-hmm. NFL has there are at any given time seven to eight, maybe nine desperate frothing at the mouth quarterback starved franchises. And you might say, hey, the uh, the play, PlayStation costs a hundred fifty dollars. But if if that store could actually account for the fact this is I mean this is Uber surge pricing right uh, there's 20 drivers in the area and there's 150 people desperately trying to get home after a Taylor Swift yeah. concert cool yes. well that drive that ride's gonna cost you four times as much yes I mean this is this is draft surge pricing basically yes this this is this is me trying to pay a retail price at an auction <laughs> where where the item yeah. is this you know this rare rare commodity this happens in i'm i'm still in a fantasy football league with a bunch of my good college friends from a decade and a half ago now and we have an auction every year and i go into that auction every year confident that i have adjusted i've got what i've got what the cheat sheet says the values are and then i know that based on this league that running back derrick henry it says he's worth 60 he's probably going to go for like 70 in this league and then every year it's even higher than you think that's the I think that's the cost of moving up into the top three in the draft. You've got what the draft tech value says. Then you've got, okay, but we're going to account for like kicking in an extra third round pick because there's going to be a tax. When in reality, it's like, no, it's two extra first round picks or, or you don't get to move up. At least. Yep. At least. 
So would you give up then? Let's let's use the real life example. Would you give up to go from eleven to two? Would you give up two future first round picks yeah. in addition to the swapping of the, you know, your eleven plus like a day two or day three pick to go get Drake May or Jaden Daniels? This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. If I was convinced Man. this was my if I was convinced this was my guy, yes I would. Because it took, it, it goes it goes back to largely I think our show on Wednesday. Yeah. Which is can you afford not to take the chance if you think that this is your guy? But I also think, you know, when the when the 49ers did it and this is the most amazing thing because the fear is that you make a trade like this and you pick the wrong guy, which they did, and now you're going into franchise purgatory because now you're without the quarterback because he's not good, and you're without all these first-round picks. But the 49ers organization was so loaded with talent going into that trade, and they've nailed a bunch of moves since that trade that they can withstand it. Are the Vikings on that level organizationally right now where they could make a move like this to get themselves to another level? And by the way, when the 49ers made that trade, I know they had they had a couple weird down seasons, but the 49ers were just a better roster and a better run organization. The Vikings are certainly not the Cardinals. They're not a train wreck. But the Niners were in a better spot to absorb a whiff like that. I don't know, man. The Vikings have some nice pieces, but to give up that much future capital. Now, of course, if you are right and you nail it, and Jaden Daniels is a top five quarterback, rookie scale contract, right? Like, cool, we don't need first round picks. You got to hit on the second, third, fourth, fifth. You got to get some depth somewhere, right? But that's man, that's a that's aggressive. That's aggressive. Dex, go ahead. I think I'd sign up for it though if they've if they've identified the guy, if they've identified their guy that Jaden Daniels is their man, and they want to get up to three or four and take that guy. I'm I'm for that plan. I mean, at, at some point, this is a risky business as it is, and you're not really guaranteed, you know, more than five years. What's the average, you know, re- regime for a head coach? what, three or five years? Well, I can answer that by saying I saw a graphic on social media yesterday where it showed, like, the eight longest tenured head coaches. And, like, six, seven, and eight were hired in 2020. Yeah. So you only get Mm -hmm. so many cracks at this. And if you want to play it safe because you're scared of losing your job, well, you got got to take a big swing here and to judge. I think the payoff is is worth the investment there. And if you're O'Connell and and Kwesi, at least as we sit here doing this show right now, you're going into year three of four year contracts next year. I, I'd rather take a swing. And and if you don't, so like like let's say let's say you take Penix, okay? But he's had two torn up knees. And and let's just say that Jaden Daniels has looked fantastic. Everything about you says he is the guy. Yeah, it's a lot to give up. And yes, it's going to be questioned. But I feel like for us to backtrack on this right now with, with how this team has operated, at least yeah. from my personal standpoint, is hypocritical because now we're sort of talking about trying to run things back or be as safe as possible. And I don't I don't think being safe. Well, is... no, I don't. Th- OK, here's but here's where I kind of disagree. 
and I am on team find your quarterback 100%. Like mm-hmm. we we all are. Mm-hmm. I th- it, I think it's we're dealing with an inexact science and process here where smart ass organizations like the 49ers are saying, "Yep, we're going to give up. We're going to do a f- first round swap and two future first and a third and Trey Lance. We are that confident that Trey Lance is our franchise changer. One of the smartest front offices and organizations in the league." And Kyle Shanahan, one of the best quarterback whisperers, and they were wrong. Mm-hmm. So if you made a move like this, you can only be a certain percentage sure that you're yeah. doing it for the right guy. And so when you start to think about kind of the percentage game you're playing in a really deep quarterback draft, I think my question would be, would you be better off going with a game-changing? So would you be better off saving a 2025 first and a 2026 first not going up to number three, drafting, you know, call it Jerzon Newton, one of the edge rushers to help change your trenches, and then go get Bo Nix, trade back into the first round later and get Bo Nix, who maybe isn't the prospect that Jaden Daniels is. Would that, and then you keep your first round pick in 2025, keep your first round pick in 2026. Like the, these are the, the probabilities right. and percentages that you have to weigh as you go through this. But if, if you go back, the, the Ponder draft itself was deep. Jake Locker was in that draft. What Blaine Gabbert was in that draft. Christian Ponder was well, in that it, draft. It was deep on paper going. Into but that's it. what I'm saying. Like, like we're we're talking about this draft. Like JJ McCarthy or Penix, we have no idea if Jaden Daniels clearly is a guy. Like, if you come away convinced this is a this guy is a stud. This guy is going to be a day one starter. This guy has that. There's three guys. Like he's it's Lamar. A deep, he's Lamar. Yeah, exactly. This is a deep QB draft, but there's three guys then I think you need to do it. I think you need to consider it. I really do. Yeah, I would I would lean toward take your shot, even if there's a 70% chance that you whiff. I think you would just have to have confidence in your organization that, okay, you'll find a way to, you know, you've always found a way for 60 years to be somewhat relevant. They've only had like five garbage dumpster fire seasons in franchise history that you would just, hey, you take a shot. Hey, if it, if it works, now you've got your 10-year quarterback. Yep. If it doesn't work, you can lean on, well, We've we've had problems before with salary cap and draft position and lack of draft capital, and we we found our way out of it. Then then you'd have to entertain trading like actual good players like Christian Derrissaw in a year or two for draft capital to make up for it. But what about did you do the math on the third pick? Because that's yep. different. It's different. Yep, I did. So so let's say that the Patriots um, say we're open for business. Our team has a ton of holes. We actually would prefer draft picks over the third pick. And if we could turn that into more draft picks, we can build our franchise. I think the Patriots are definitely in a, a reset, rebuild mode, and they should be, okay? So, again, here is the here is the offer using draft tech, and then we'll go back to the reality with that uh, Dolphins trade with San Francisco back a couple of years. Okay. So the offer is this with draft tech. The Patriots get your first-round pick. So, again, 11 overall the 42nd pick in the draft, and the 131st pick in the fourth round. And here's the math. That's Patriots, it. The, the, that's it. The Patriots' first-round pick is worth 514 points. The Vikings' first two picks, so picks so picks one and then the 42nd pick in the second round, combined for, get this, 500 points. So you're only 14 points off, according to Draft Tech. Their second, they have two fourth round picks this year, and the second fourth round pick, which is what you would give the Patriots, so it's actually a late four, 
is worth 18 points. So you overpay by four points. So that's the reality of how this works. Um, here's, here's, what here's what we're thinking, New England. So but, we're thinking if, but uh, they're if laughing you look at the draft, they're like, look at the draft jump, value chart like, here. Hey, Quasi, be intentional with this, baby. They're um, like, the, but they're, they're like, uh, well, we have said. six other teams on the horn right Correct. now that are interested. Correct. The Falcons are on the other line. The Raiders, like, you know, the Giants. So may, maybe the, so to, to go back to the 2021 trade that involved Trey Lance being taken, maybe you send your first round pick this year as a swap, two first round selections, and instead of it being a third round pick in a couple of years or a year, it's a fourth or fifth round pick. Another real world example is Texans and Cardinals from mm-hmm. uh, last year, where the Texans went from twelve to three. They already had the top. They already had uh, the second pick, right, with CJ mm-hmm. Stroud, and then they moved up to three to get Will Anderson, and they wound up with. So the Texans got the three, and then they also got the one hundred five, which is an early fourth round pick. And Arizona gets the 12, so they swap the 3 and the 12, plus an early second-round pick, plus a 2024 first, 2024 third as well. So I think no matter what, real world with the 49ers example and the Texans, to get into the top three, it's going to cost you at least one future first-round pick, Mm -hmm. plus another thing or two or swap or two. So with with that Patriots one too, Judd, you get obviously get the the – third overall pick correct and then do you correct. not have another pick till day three of the draft is that correct so you would send them uh yes correct so you yeah you'd go get Jaden daniels and mm-hmm. then you'd sit around for two days until you pick at 108 because right? you don't have a third round pick right now because mm-hmm. of the hawkinson yep. trade so you are correct so right, again yes. like if you if you make a move like that is that quarterback i mean overnight you can't expect the vikings to overnight just be you know a super bowl contender but is that quarterback going to be good enough in two years, in three years, on a rookie-scale deal as you add other pieces in free agency? The other thing, too, is if you make a decision, let's say this is what you're going to do. Well, you would have said goodbye to Kirk Cousins, and you're going to eat that $28 million hit, and then it's done after 2024. And Correct. you would have, in fact, right now, I got I got this is like 2025 cap space. You'd be able to sort of go through and pick your star players in free agency. So right now the Vikings have the fifth most cap space in 2025 if they don't bring Kirk Cousins back. Dex will attest to this. It is incredible how similar the paths of the Vikings and Wild are right now. And everything is screaming next season. Take us. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it because you are going to be set financially in two years. And to your points, now you can start. Now you got the young kids. Uh, It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, the only thing I would, I would disagree with on the Wilds part is, so their their superstar player, Kirill Kaprizov, is obviously coming up for a contract, and it's just going to be harder for them, in my opinion, to compete quicker, quick uh, in a quicker fashion than the Vikings, where the Vikings, if they nailed, nailed Jaden Daniels, and then they have the cap space to play with in 20, I mean, business is open, baby. Like, the, the this Wild plan could take three to four years to really get back to relevancy. Mm-hmm. The Vikings, if Jaden Daniels is a stud, and then they have all the cap space, I mean... You're, you're you're sitting just like the Texans are right now, CJ Stroud. Sure. Yeah, and you'd also you know Justin Jefferson's going to get a deal, and that's going to eat into some of the space. But but and other teams can then too. Phil. Yep, Darius would get a deal, but other teams are looking at similar 
things too. It's it's not like the Vikings are the only team that has to pay star young players in 2025-26. So so that's pretty much so Judd did the homework there. Hold on a second, Tom. I'm not oh. done yet. Because oh. I did I did the fourth pick in case Jaden Daniels sneaks through. And let's just say, gentlemen, that I took my math hat off and went full reckless speculation. I loosened the tie. Okay. Because I'm crunching numbers, right? I, I got my pencil. I got my calculator. I'm crunching numbers. And I'm like, this is boring. It's time If my for- general manager is using a pencil and an actual calculator, I am not confident that that person knows what he's doing. You don't think Brzezinski has like a... Brzezinski seems like a tech guy. calculator? Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's go. The fourth overall pick is the four and 13 Cardinals. Let's say Jaden Jaden Daniels has slipped. So now the Cardinals are at four. Well, they're not going to take him probably. So that pick could be, but they like a receiver. We all know that. Marvin Harrison Jr. Here's the offer. The Vikings offer their second round pick. All right. But what do the Cardinals need? Cardinals want to take if they're going to give up this pick, they're going to pos- to probably punt on a chance to get Marvin. Yeah, Harrison he's not Jr. falling to eleven. Yeah, not going to fall to eleven, right? Well, the Cardinals, they're so damn cheap that they just l- laid off part of their coverage team for their website. Okay, so Justin Jefferson, he ain't going to get paid there. So, like you, before, you think, oh my God, you're trading Justin Jefferson? No, I'm not. I'm not offering him. I'm offering them. Jordan Addison. Okay. I, first of all, please play the reckless speculation sounder. I, I did. I already did. Uh, just keep playing it because I'm going to get killed in the comments for this. Like a minute ago. <laughs> I'm going to get killed in the comments for this. Okay. Um, I, I think here's where I'm at with this. Jordan Addison on a rookie scale contract as maybe a 1B wide receiver is super valuable. Yes. And so now you're what you're doing here is you're taking you're taking a weapon off the table. I get that you still have Justin Jefferson on your team and Hawkinson, mm-hmm. but you're taking a weapon off the table yes. for your quarterback that you're drafting. Yes. And a really valuable contract for the next three or four years. Oh yeah. I don't know if I can get there with I would I would prefer to give up draft capital than Jordan Addison. Because I know I know what Jordan Addison is for the next four years. And it's yeah. team control contract, salary, uh, team friendly salary. So I would rather I would rather give them unknown commodities, which are draft picks, than mm-hmm. the known commodity on a very cost-effective deal, Jordan Addison. But what if they say, well, if we're if we're going to trade that pick to what you said before, we're not going to get the wide receiver that we were going to draft it for. So we want your wide receiver if you want mm-hmm. Jaden Daniels. I mean, I guess if the only option is like if you're if you're telling me you can have Jaden Daniels. For the equivalent of your second round pick and Jordan Addison, okay, I would do that. I would do that, and it might take like a fifth rounder or something. But my point, but my point is, I had to get creative because I don't think they're just go- going to want. I I think they would love to get a potential star player, cost controlled. They're cheap. They're the Cardinals. I think they'll always probably be a mess. So. I came up with that one. There's also I a lot of like trading. seven lane freeways in the Phoenix area, and Jordan Addison can go as fast as he wants down there. Are there really seven lane freeways uh, now? It's a, there's a lot, lot you of open why? space on those. Because old, old people don't like to drive on the freeways, so they're wide and they're open. new. 
because for years they didn't, they, I think that that entire thing there, highway system, I think they just started to build freeways like 30 years ago there. That's a long time to have freeways, isn't it? I mean, 30 30 years years ago is not that long. It's the eighties. I mean, we had horses and buggies a hundred years ago. 94 that, was built. We didn't even have electricity until like 120 years ni- ago. 94, I believe, was built in the 60s, right, Declan? I I, you ge- that I, up, Declan? I genuinely have no idea about that. I don't know if it was. Built oh, in I thought the 60s. you told me the story of the R- Rondo, well, the Rondo na- neighborhood, neighborhood was, was, and was when... torn up. But um, I right because uh, that that's because of the freeway. I'm yes. trying to provide some lessons here. That, okay. The <laughs> I-94 went in through the Rondo. The 60s are a long time ago. Yeah. No, right? I know, but I'm saying so. The so Arizona didn't catch up until like 35 okay. years after that. I get what you're saying. So we Arizona was 20 years behind the freeway. Uh, they were way behind early the curve there. But anyway, Jordan could go as fast <laughs> as he wanted, and his dog would never be in peril that way. No, there's plenty of uh, plenty of people who can take care of your dog too in Arizona. So okay, well, would you would you how frisky would you get, Vikings fans, Purple Daily listeners? Yes. Judd laid out a bunch of scenarios here. Yeah, would you do that trade? Would you no. trade a second and Jordan Addison? No, 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 no. That that one's us. Okay. Slam the phone for me. Slam the phone down for me. But would you okay. trade two future first round picks and a third to yes. get to the three? Yep. Yep. So I you'd would. rather give up two future firsts than Jordan Addison? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not getting of a not gonna give up a controllable asset that's a big part of my offense going forward. So it is yeah, it is like to know that he's cheap for the next four years is oh, it's and he's really good too. It's but yeah, hit us up in the YouTube comment section and maybe we can read some of those on Feedback Friday. There is an interesting mock that kind of plays into what Judd has done I here. I want a mock. mock We can buzz through this real quick before we get to the random Viking week. So this is from the it's the Pro Football Network. Joe Brobacks, 2024 NFL mock draft. Oh, I saw some of this this morning. Yeah. Yeah, this came out this morning, three hours ago. Yeah. He has the Vikings trading up to the number one overall pick with Chicago to get Drake May. That's the headline. So here's the trade wow. the Bears would get the 11, obviously, the 42. The 126 and a 2025 first and second round pick. So you would you essentially be giving up most of your like first two days of this year's draft or all of the first two days plus a 2025 first and second, and then the Vikings the Vikings would get the number one overall pick and a 2025 sixth round pick. They would kick back a day three pick. Well, thanks a lot. And here's the write-up. There's a growing belief that Minnesota wants to move up in this draft, but at what cost? To get Drake May or Caleb Williams, the Vikings would give up significant draft capital. How much remains to be seen? It's likely they'll need more if they trade with in-division rivals. Chicago, May is a great fit in Minnesota's offense. He has the arm talent to move the ball down the field on all three levels. That's a major crux as to why he's considered a top-two pick. He would do well under Kevin O'Connell's tutelage but May also gives the Vikings an aspect they didn't have with Kirk Cousins. One of the biggest gripes with Cousins is his inability to escape pressure. May's mobility allows him and the team to breathe more easily. But if they did this and then drafted not Caleb Williams, it would also be controversial, right? Oh, yeah. You, you, yeah, most definitely. You would, uh, And then Caleb falls to number two in this scenario. Um, and then uh, Jaden Daniels falls to three to the Patriots. Interesting. 
Yeah, I just do, do you guys see the Bears? I mean, with with all the teams that they could potentially do business with, do you see the Bears doing business with the Vikings? I don't, no. but I mean, I can't get there. But I mean, the Vikings did major business twice with the Lions. Yeah, major business twice. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't know. Ryan Poles is going to want to put a quarterback potentially that could haunt them for years to come. Yeah, and so what would roster. they do then? So they they would then let's see with the eleventh pick, the Bears would take Dallas Turner, the edge from Alabama. I don't know if he has. Uh, well, don't they have another? They have another one here too. Oh, they would take Roma Dunze. So they would not take a quarterback with their ninth or their eleventh. They would take wide receiver oh. and then edge rusher, and presumably keep. Maybe, maybe they would take in the second round JJ McCarthy to sit behind Fields. But interesting stuff here. It's one thing to roll with Justin Fields. It's another to roll with Justin Fields while putting the guy that you could have taken in your division. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Uh, Major components. I, I guess I don't fear that as much. I think you have to... If it's a good deal for you and you feel like, hey, we have a quarterback, he's Justin Fields, and we can get a lot more draft capital, I think you would just gamble that, hey, it's a 50-50 mm-hmm. shot that they hit on a franchise quarterback and... I mean, Kirk Cousins has been the best quarterback in the division at times the last couple of years, and the Vikings aren't like a threat to win the Super Bowl. So, I'm also curious now if the Chargers are going to try to move back in the first round that Harbaugh's there and take McCarthy because you do not take him at five. The Chargers, but Jim Harbaugh, but they have they just signed one of the Justin best Herbert. five quarterbacks in the world. I thought you could get him as a backup or something, but yeah, that's a good point. I, I, I've I whiffed on that mentally. Okay. Realizes air. Yeah, but no, never mind. Yeah. Yes, we're going. Yeah, yeah. Herbert. Yeah. I, th- I, I was mean, just think, thinking of, of the relationship, but yeah, you're right. They're not going to. You're like, well, Philip Rivers is old. Why would they yeah. want to keep him around? Yeah. In San Diego. My bad. No, you're good. It's okay. A sports My dad bad. moment. That so there's it. your mock. I want a mock. Brain mock. <laughs> okay, it's time for a random Viking of the week here, boys. Presented today in part by our friends over at Nutrisource, the official dog and pet food of us on Purple Daily and our dogs. Maya Mackey, there's her uh, her slow motion happy dance as she's about to get a giant scoop of Nutrisource chicken and rice, boys. And look at that. Look at her up and down. And look at that little girl. That that look, that look is the look I get every morning when Stella wants her food. And of course, that's. Nutrisource, and that's her treats as well. And uh, that condescending look only changes when she is fed and happy with Nutrisource. Vinny was just following me around like crazy this morning, and I was getting. And usually, you know, he's glued to mom ninety five percent of the time. And I, what is up with you, dude? He just wanted treats. He knew. He knew. Who knew the sucker was in this house? He just said, "You know what? This guy will give me the treat. I'm going to follow him around until I get what I want." You can find a Nutrisource retailer in your neighborhood or nearby at NutrisourcePetFoods.com and just find out more about why dogs love Nutrisource. Also, our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company are helping guide and navigate businesses. So it's like having a great offensive line for your business. Federated, they've been around since 1904, Owatonna, Minnesota. They are one of us, so to speak. And uh, they measure the success of their business by the success of yours. It's a true partnership, face-to-face, eye-to-eye relationship. And uh, you can find out more about all the resources they have to offer and the company history at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. Okay. It's time for the random Viking of the week here where uh, this week we've got Declan handing out the clues. 
the last handful of random Vikings, superstar Mike Morris, E.J. Henderson, Case Keenum, Andrew Glover, Colin Leffler, and Brett Favre. In the new era, Judd has 12 wins. I have 11. Declan has 7. That's where we all three compete equally against each other. All time, Judd has 64 wins to Declan's 33. I have 18. Declan throws out the clues. Judd and I can fire off answers whenever, however we want to. If one of us hits a third strike, the other person wins automatically. No Googling. And away we go. All right. This random Viking of the week wore the same number throughout his entire NFL career. Hmm. Did not change numbers. Okay. Officially, he only played for two teams. Only logged games with two teams. This random Viking of the Week has a perfect career passer rating of 158.3. Hmm. Hmm. This random Viking of the Week... Had 23 touchdowns in his NFL career. I have a guess. Okay. I'm going to control left to make sure we haven't done this person yet. We have not. Is it Sidney Rice? Sidney Rice. I was... I almost said that. Oh, wow. I almost said that because... But I think he threw more... I think he threw more than one... Like, I think he threw enough passes. I'm pretty sure he didn't complete them all. Okay. But that's a good guess. Hmm. This random Viking of the Week appeared in eight playoff games. Three of them starts. All of them with the Vikings. Okay. Wait, no. I'll do some math on this guy. <laughs> eight playoff game four. He went to play it in eight. Because he would have shown up. Well, one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. Okay. Got a guess? I'm going to stay aggressive. Okay. Is it Jake Reed? Jake Reed. Under your last strike here. Did Jake Reed throw a pass? Can I Google that? Sure. He might have. I just don't remember it. Definitely remember Jake Reed. Right of the football. show. Right of the show. Okay, nice Jake football. Reed wore the same number, huh? only played yeah. for two teams. <laughs> yeah. Jake Reed also played in, oh, it was nine playoff games. Wow. With the Vikings. That's actually really funny. Eight playoff games. Never threw a pass. So here's something interesting. I like going to LinkedIn for some of these random Vikings, seeing what they put on here. This random Viking of the week, while he was playing, was a 401k specialist and mutual fund wholesaler. Okay, so financial guy. 
and after retiring, spent time in admissions and the athletic department at his alma mater. And was a 10-year member of the NFL's Players Association. Boy. No, this guy played. That guy played for more um, of the PA. Okay, so twenty-three touchdowns in his career. Mm-hmm. Are you are you, are you circling the wagons here, Judd? Or do you have a guess? I'm in a bad spot too because my next guess no, eliminates no, me. No, I don't have a guess yet. Um, okay. But the ten-year, but the ten-year member of the PA is interesting because he would have been. A leader, then, like that's a long time. Wait, have we done this guy? Control F. We're both control Fing. Yep, I'm, that's that's what I'm doing. No, he was. No, we did. We did that guy. Dang it. We okay, did. we might need another clue. This random Vike of the week is in the College Football Hall of Fame. He was a first team member all four years. At his college. A first team member. Of his conference. Sorry. All conference. Mm -hmm. All conference. All four years. Okay. This random Viking of the week. Accumulated over 4,000 special teams return yards, but never, never returned a touchdown. Control effing. Ton of okay. kick return, punt return yards, but no touchdowns go, in the, that I'm department. I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. Okay. David Palmer. David Palmer. Final guess from Phil Mack. Mm. Ah! Judd wins. Judd wins by default. Okay. I, you want to keep got going? A question. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I've got a question that, would cha- that, that we have never done before. But here's my question. Should Declan reveal this or should this be kept? But um, then we could, but but then of course we, we would we have to agree know. not to go and use it. Yeah. And and we and we would have to agree then not to try and find it. I'm just so, gonna okay. rapid fire a few more clues off before I give you the actual yeah, answer. Um, I can't guess anymore. Okay. So. This random Viking was traded twice in season, once by the Vikings. Once by another team. This random in season. In season. This random Viking is more known for a very famous drop. Maybe the most famous drop potentially in Vikings history. Darren Nelson. Darren Nelson. Darren Nelson. Darren Nelson. There it is. Yeah. Wow. Oh, well, at least Judd. Oh. At least Judd got it. Oh, because he um. Admission Athletic Department at Stanford. Mm-hmm. That's right, and and he played for what, what two teams? Vikings and, and Chargers. Chargers. So he was he pa- passed through the Cowboys. Yep, he was part of the Herschel Walker trade. He refused to yep. report to the Cowboys, so then the Cowboys flipped him. Wow, Declan, going back in time. I didn't Dude. see this coming. You guys uh, mentioned someone mentioned him in passing on Monday, and I immediately wrote it down. I was like, oh, Darren Nelson, oh, nice. perfect random Viking. Yeah, number, yeah very number smart, twenty. Yeah, smart dude. Number twenty, uh, two stints with the Vikings, you know San Diego. Yeah, that's a good one. That's I mean he is one of the good work, one of the more unheralded good players in franchise history. So 
Judd gets the win. A little too aggressive there. Too aggressive. You were so, you were firing away, dude. I, I was. I feel like I was on the set. By the way, David Palmer also played six. He played six playoff games with the Vikings. So I don't, I don't know if he ever threw a pass. I don't think David Palmer. I think the one thing is I don't think he he would have gone and worked in the admission and athletic department at Alabama, which I believe was his school. <laughs> I think so. That was my. That's why I was like, I don't think it's David Palmer. But yeah, yeah Darren was. Uh, Darren's a bright guy. So. So there we go. All right. There's your Purple Daily, your random Viking of the week here. Please click the like and the subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. And if you could give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts, you can also help us grow this show. We'll see you guys tomorrow for a Feedback Friday.